This is The Space Shot, episode 189 for November 19th, 2017. A landing and a rendezvous at the Ocean of Storms. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. On November 19, 1969, the Apollo 12 lunar module, Intrepid, landed on the moon, the second landing of the Apollo program. Apollo 12 was an all-Navy crew with Charles Pete Conrad in command, Richard Gordon, who recently passed away, as the command module pilot, and Alan Bean as lunar module pilot. The three men launched on November 14th. Check out episode 184 in case you missed that electrifying episode. After a multi-day cruise to the moon, the lunar module and command module finally separated, and the call for PDI, or Powered Descent Initiation, was given. Out of all of the mission audio I've listened to, Pete Conrad is probably the most entertaining out of all of the astronauts. Yesterday I was musing about how it would be great if Conrad had had something like Twitter during his mission. His gregarious attitude and good humor would be welcome. I'm going to play a few minutes of audio from the powered descent to landing, and I'm pretty sure you'll be able to pick up who Pete is in this clip. You'll also hear astronaut Alan Bean calling out fuel percentages and descent information. I've shortened this clip a little bit, cutting out certain segments to make it a bit more manageable for length for this episode. That's it, there's LPD. Roger, copy, P-64. Hey, there it is. There it is. Son of a gun, right down the middle of the road. Outstanding, 42 degrees, Pete. Hey, it's targeted right from the center of the crater. Look out there. I can't believe it. Amazing. Fantastic. 42 degrees, Pete. Down. Watch for the dust. Now, 46. Low 
level. 42 feet, coming down at three. Coming down at two, okay. Start the clock. 42 feet coming down at two. 40 coming down at two. Looking good, watch today. 31, 32, 30 feet. Coming down at two feet, you got plenty of gas, plenty of gas, dude. Hang in there. 30 seconds. 18 feet coming down at two. He's got it made. Come on in there. 24 feet. Contact light. Roger, copy contact. John. Pro. Yeah, pro. Okay. Engine storm off. Okay. Now cycle these valves. You got your descending command override off. Yep. Okie dokie. Now cycle the main shutoff valve. Okay. Bus feet closed. You get both brakes closed, Dave. The brakes are closed. Good landing. P. Outstanding, man. After arm on. Beautiful. He's got that fire. This book turned over. Okay, we're in hot shape, Houston. We're in real good shape. Okay, they can stop. You pushed it. Yep, pro. Both control, both auto. Both auto. Descent engine command override off. Off. Engine arm off. Off. I got the 413 in and cycled the Parker valve. Okay. Hey. Man, oh man, Houston. I'll tell you, I, I think we're in a place that's a lot dustier than Neil. The good thing we had a simulator because that was an IFR landing. After landing, the crew prepared for the first EVA, which took place at about 115 hours into the mission, or about five hours after touchdown. And that may have been a small one for Neil, but that's a long one for me. I'm going to step off the pad, Mark. That was Pete Conrad again, the third man to walk on the moon. You just heard his cheeky, self-deprecating comment when he stepped foot on the moon. After finishing EVA number one on the 19th, the crew spent a short and restless night in hammocks they had set up in the lunar module. On the 20th, it was time for the second EVA and a walk to Surveyor 3. November 20th, 1969, was the first time that humans had rendezvoused with a spacecraft that had landed on another celestial body. When they walked over to the Surveyor 3 spacecraft, they did something that will be of profound importance for future missions. Meeting up and docking in low Earth orbit is one thing, but launching different spacecraft at different times and then linking up on the surface or in orbit around another world is something we will have to routinely do when humans push back to the moon, then on to Mars and beyond. Pete Conrad did indeed have a big leap on this mission. Before we end today's episode, I've got a few quick notes First, an asteroid sample return mission highlight. On November 19, 2005, the Hayabusa probe briefly set down on the surface of asteroid Itokawa. The initial contact with the asteroid didn't yield a sample capture, but a subsequent landing did. The spacecraft returned to Earth, landing in Australia, where it brought back less than a gram of material from the asteroid, even with that minuscule amount, scientists were able to get information on the composition of that asteroid. On November 19, 1996, the shuttle Columbia launched on STS-80, the longest mission in the history of the shuttle program. A crew of five astronauts spent 17 and a half days in space, conducting experiments and deploying satellites. 
On STS-80, Story Musgrave became the only astronaut to have flown on all five space shuttles. I'll talk a little bit more about Story Musgrave in tomorrow's episode. On November 19, 1997, the shuttle Columbia launched on the STS-87 mission. One of the experiments during this flight looked at the growth of dendrites in microgravity. Dendrites are a type of crystal that looks kind of like a tree, and they can occur in metals and alloys. You've probably seen dendrites before. If you live in a chilly climate, especially this time of year, you may not have known it, though. If you've ever seen a snowflake, you've seen a dendrite. Dendrites can also affect the batteries that power our electronic devices, everything from phones to laptops, so mitigating or stopping the growth of dendrites is important for battery design. I'll have a little bit more on STS-80 and 87 over the coming weeks. Since you're here, why don't you let me know what you think of the podcast by leaving a review on iTunes. It takes just a minute to do that, and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the daily episodes. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can also hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot or click the link in the show notes. Tomorrow, Zarya. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.